0: Good morning RVA it's 30 degrees and I feel like we're stuck in a bit of a weather related time loop. Today you can expect highs in the 50s sunny skies and for that general vibe to continue for at least the next three or four days. I think we'll have to wait until the weekend to see significantly warmer temperatures and all the way until next week for a chance of rain. So get used to it and get your best layers out. Water cooler. Today, City Council's Organizational Development Committee meets and will hear a presentation on participatory budgeting by Matthew Slats, Council's newish senior civic innovation manager. A bunch of years ago, way back in 2019, Council passed legislation creating real participatory budgeting in Richmond. And now, five years later, it looks like all the pieces are in place to kick off the process this fall. Tap through to the aforelinked presentation to see an overview of the process and proposed timeline, and then, when you're ready, dive into the People's Budget Richmond Rulebook 2023-2024, through a surprisingly readable and interesting PDF. I'm pretty excited for this kickoff. The city has set aside $3 million in the capital budget for this first round of participatory budgeting. That's real money that can build real things. Stay tuned for more information on how to participate in this process. Also of note, and totally unrelated, the Organizational Development Committee will also discuss, quote, proposed amendments to council's rules of procedure. Tell me more. VA Plan, the Virginia Progressive Legislative Alert newsletter, is my favorite General Assembly session reading material. It provides solid insight at a level I can understand with just enough voiciness that reading an entire email about in-progress legislation feels like a special treat I need to save for when I have a moment to myself. You'll definitely want to read the recap of week four to see what lives, what's dead, and what's just mostly dead, slightly alive. You also learn all sorts of other interesting stuff. Like, did you know David Hogg spoke at the firearms subcommittee last week? I did not. Also, check out their update on the GA's attempt to create a legal marijuana retail market. Quote House GOP members said in subcommittee this week that they recognize the need to create these markets to ensure safe products are sold. I know that lots of the reporting on marijuana legislation this year has been, Governor Youngkin plans on vetoing anything weed-related. But he hasn't actually said those exact words out loud. I wonder if, with bipartisan support, the governor could be convinced to set his red pen aside. This morning from 10 to 11 a.m. via virtual meeting, Sportsbackers will release the Fall Line Vision Plan, a 100-page document that, quote, compiles and organizes the placemaking, possibilities, and community amenities along the trail. From trailheads to public art, access points and recommended spurs, historical interpretation, and community narrative, this plan presents a menu of options that will make the Fall Line the best version of itself. A 100-page PDF about placemaking? Where do I sign up? Via the aforelinked form. That's where you sign up. Can't get enough of virtual public meetings detailing expansive PDFs? You're in luck because tonight from 5 to 7 p.m. The city's planning department will host a virtual public meeting to review the results of a recent community survey about the cultural resources management plan. This is a boring name for what we're calling our policies and practices around historic preservation, which in a town with old bones like Richmond ends up having a big deal influence on new development. It'll be interesting to see the balance the planning folks attempt to strike between an ever-worsening housing crisis and preserving important pieces of the city's history. I look forward to their PDF. If you can't make tonight's meeting, hold tight because they'll post the survey results for asynchronous review and comment later this week. This past Friday, the YWCA announced the 2024 Class of Outstanding Women Award honorees. And you're going to want to tap through to read about these eight women who are leading our region forward. The YWCA puts together a whole celebration and leadership forum to fet these ladies. And you, gra- you can grab tickets for those things or watch last year's event over on their website. Beep. As promised. Thank you to Reader Mary, who sent along a link to Susanna Gibson's new pack, My Own, which Gibson set up to support candidates who are, quote, dedicated to legislative reform pertaining to gender based sexual violence as well as intimate privacy violations. You can learn more about My Own's mission and the folks who currently make up their board here. Beep. This morning's long read is titled What's Inside This Crater in Madagascar? A Long Watch. I typically can't hang with long YouTubes, but this 20-minute Vox video about a tiny town they found while poking around on Google Earth sucked me in right from the start. It reminded me of Mystery Show and Reply All in the best of ways. Here's an excerpt. Madagascar, an island off the coast of Africa. It's one of the most biologically diverse places in the world. Almost all of its plants and animals aren't found anywhere else on Earth. And when we looked at it from space, we saw a spot, a massive dark circle, almost perfectly round, over 13 kilometers in diameter, and big enough that roads are diverted on either side of it. Looking at it from the side, we could see that it was a mountain. And if you zoomed all the way in, you could see a village nestled in the crater at its center. Eight kilometers from the closest labeled town on Google Maps, isolated in a remote part of a remote region of a geographically isolated country. It looked like it could have been there for generations. But if you look backward through time, each year it gets smaller and smaller. And before 2008, there was no one there at all. I wanted to try to answer one question. Why did these people move to such an incredibly isolated place? If you'd like to suggest a long read to show up here, go chip in a couple of bucks on the old Patreon. That's patreon.com slash gmrva. This morning's picture today is a picture of a slowdown sign in my neighborhood reflected in a puddle on the ground. Beep. Intro and outro music by Matt Fisher. And you can find links to all these stories and more in the show notes or on gmrva.com. We'll